Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garrish, and thank you for tuning in. Got a lot going on in the wrestling world. Got a lot going in on, on I should say, in the world period. But uh, well, let's start off with uh, my Raiders once again. Uh, really disappointing, horrible defeat. Um, they've got something in common now with AEW. Now they've uh, got a ton of talent and uh, real poor management. So that sounds like AEW to a T. Um, you know, uh, one, obviously Jacksonville Jaguars owned by Tony Khan and I think with his father too, if I'm not mistaken. So, so yeah, like I say, AEW connection there. So you can kind of tie it into the wrestling world before I get too far. I thank my wife for getting the, uh, the beautiful Christmas ornament there. It doesn't really show up too well on screen, but if you, uh, Enlarge that a little bit and zoom in. It's actually just a, I mean, not just, but it's a, uh, an old, uh, antique truck, which I love. It's a red truck with, uh, a Christmas tree in the background in the middle of like a, uh, forest type thing, which I, I really think is really awesome. So, uh, so once again, thank you to her. And before I get too crazy, tomorrow is our anniversary. So thank you to my beautiful wife tomorrow for our anniversary. Um, Let's see what uh what else right off the top of my head. Uh my crooked Nashville uh jigsaw puzzle. I still haven't straightened that out. Been a busy week, so uh everyone who has a kid in the family knows how that is, you know. Busy week for wrestling, obviously. Um a lot of stuff going on. But uh hey, since we uh kind of started off with a AEW comment, why don't we go right into Dynamite? You know, um had a big reveal on uh on Wednesday night with Jeff Jarrett making his appearance at uh at on AEW television. Uh cracking Darby Allen in the head with his guitar. Um aligning with Jay Lethal, which kinda I guess makes sense because they did team up um if I'm not mistaken with the uh the final quote unquote wrestling match for Ric Flair. So so I guess that makes sense. I mean, they, they are affiliated with each other and have uh, been affiliated, you know, kind of since TNA, which AEW is starting to look more and more like. You know, um, I'm not even going to mention the uh, the the wrestler who was uh, dressed up as Sting, quite frankly, because I can't even remember who that it was. I don't even remember the uh, the gentleman. Who uh who was dressed up as saying I keep seeing this thing on my camera it's just like a relic uh, shirt this is my tractor supply shirt so I was like is that dirt is that uh is that something on my shirt no it's part of the design <laughs> it's like it looks like hell on camera I think but oh well the rest of it looks pretty cool and I love this color I love red so so and tractor supply is one of my favorite stores so. So there's that. Um, yeah, back to AEW. I'm terribly sorry. I got distracted by that for one minute, but, uh, the, I'm still getting used to this whole video thing. Um, it's a little unnerving sometimes just kind of talking to myself now. Now I'm not talking to a wall or a, a digital audio interface. I'm talking to, uh, talking to my own reflection, basically. But yeah, Jeff Jarrett makes an appearance. Um, I, this could be a good thing. It really could be if used properly. It could be a very good thing. You know, Jeff Jarrett has been in the business for a very long time. He's obviously brought up in the business from by his father. It could be a good thing. He's got a lot of experience. The problem is they've got a lot of people on the roster with a ton of experience. They've got Jake Roberts, Arn Anderson, uh, you know, Sting. They've got a lot of people that they underutilize. You know, Mark Henry, uh, Big Show. 
There's, the list goes on and on and on, and uh, they don't use them properly. So, could this be good? I hope so. I hope so. I, I know he's got a position within the company ra- other than um, being just a wrestler and on-air personality. So, uh, for, here's praying that uh, they, you know, that it works. I mean, the thing that kind of bothers me is he doesn't seem to be. Locked in for very long with organizations. You know, he overstayed his welcome at TNA. They just booted him out of WWE out of his position there for whatever reason. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, he's been sober a long time. He's been clean a long time. Here's hoping that he stays that way. And um, because God knows uh, Tony Khan would probably make me start drinking again. I've been straight edge for about 18 years, and I think I would probably go nuts and and start drinking again under his uh under his watch but you know jeff jared it could be could be a good thing could be a bad thing i'm hoping that he sticks around and helps out you know some of tna's best years you know directly involved jeff jarrett and i'm not ashamed to admit that i'm not afraid to admit that i was a big tna fan and uh, he did focus on the homegrown talent a lot more than he did the old wcw and wwe guys which is what AEW needs to start doing and building their guys more up on the par and level of these WWE guys. Otherwise, they're always going to look like an inferior product. And that was something I brought up in previous, uh, previous, uh, podcasts. So if they don't do that, then they're doomed from the start. You know, so I don't know if you can hear it right now, but there's a train going by right now. So if you can, I'm sorry, but, uh, Usually these these dynamic mics are awesome at at getting rid of sound such as that. You know that's why I use them. I don't use my condenser mic. I kind of explained that last last week with uh with that. But uh, hold on one second. This light is really bugging the heck out. That's way too bright, and it actually just got worse. <laughs> I might have turned that off. Even it's really bad. I don't know if that not that's that's even worse right there. Wow. Well, I guess we're just gonna have to bear with it, unless I shut it off entirely. There we go. That's a whole lot better. Wow. Yeah, that was much much too uh, too harsh. I apologize for that. I've got uh, I've got somewhat of a three point lighting system with a glamour light in front of me, so there's a lot of lights to take care of in here right now. You know. Um, trying to draw on my years of experience in television and whatnot um, and live shows and uh, make this look a better looking product. But hopefully that, that appears a lot better. I'm going to leave that thing shut off for future. Um, you know, we had this happen, which like I said, could be a very good thing. Uh, we had a vignette with uh, Malachi Black in the House of Black. So that kind of puts the rumors of him being uh, Uncle Howdy to rest. You know, or him being involved in the White Six and WWE. Obviously, he's still signed to AEW. I like the vignettes. I like them. Um, but I like almost anything that that Malachi Black does. I really like him. And uh, he's been kind of uh, jobbed out, to say the least, in AEW. But hopefully, they continue to grow his character. Um Let's see. Let's see. It was it was great seeing Brian Cage uh, involved once again in the main event. 
versus Samoa Joe for the uh, ROH Television Championship. Good match. Good, awesome seeing him out there. I wish they'd utilize him more. He's a guy that they need to uh, put a rocket ship on. His time's got to run out. You know, he's getting older, and uh, I'd really like to see him get a major push. He looks great on, on camera, has a decent promo, and uh, just if they're going to quote-unquote compete with uh, WWE, he's going to need to be a, uh, an important factor in that, I think. Guy can wrestle, he can he can move, he can do a lot. So, so definitely, uh, definitely, please keep him uh, keep him on TV, please. Um, oh, hey, I've, here's what I take notes in. My wife made me buy this. This was at Ollie's, dirt cheap. I love this thing. This thing is so great. Um, got some great pictures in there right there and uh you can see my notes in there uh like i said gets even has moxley as dean ambrose and uh and really good really good i'm glad my wife forced me to find this <laughs> but uh, i am really happy i got this great great notebook great deal um so onwards on to wwe um crown jewel or as i like to refer to it as uh blood money um but all joking aside you know it's kind of interesting with the saudi event um i was really getting frustrated with this event i really wasn't liking where they were going with this a lot of it was kind of mediocre um until the i would have to say until the main event um there was some good match good matches there was some awful things that happened on here the match between bobby lashley and brock lesnar really disappointed me but they and i hate to say is everything that they interact between each other disappoints me except for that brawl they had um i really like both these guys and i i really want to see these two beat on each other and uh, the problem is i think neither one of them is a ring general Neither one of them could orchestrate a match because like Brock and well, Brock and Bob Lashley, uh, Bobby Lashley, both have had their best matches with guys like, you know, the likes of AJ Styles, et cetera, that can go in there and orchestrate a match. Um, and I think the problem is neither one of them can do that because it was a lot of power moves and, uh, no real connectors or story between them, unfortunately. So. You got to see some well-executed, really cool-looking moves, but there was absolutely nothing in the match itself that told a story. And uh makes me wonder if they were just out there collecting a paycheck or they just didn't know. They uh, Maybe that's what they thought they were uh, out there doing. Maybe that's what they wanted for the Saudi crowd. I don't know, but it didn't entertain me. So... And that was a major letdown because I want to see these guys go at it so badly. I want to see these guys have a great wrestling match really badly. And the fact that they can't get this done frustrates the heck out of me. Take another sip of water there. Um, it really does because these guys are absolutely insanely talented athletes, incredible athletes, both of them. 
I mean, both Bobby Lashley and uh, Brock Lesnar are freaks of nature. I mean, really, um, just once-in-a-lifetime athletes. And the fact that they can't orchestrate a match and get it together is incredibly frustrating. And uh, really, because I, I my expectations were so high and... Uh, just a horrible job between this really uh just didn't tell any story whatsoever so so that was real disappointing and the uh the drew mcintyre and, and carrying cross match was really disappointing to me too and that kind of goes on that same level i like both these guys and um i don't understand why carrying cross just having his mind his creative mind and uh intellectual side can't put together a match that's interesting. Um, I mean, the first time they met in Extreme Rules, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it. It was a slow-paced, good match, but uh, but this was just um, they went to the uh, they went to the the Mace gimmick again, which uh, in my opinion, they just went to the well way too often with that. It's like they couldn't think of anything else. I don't know if that was a request from the. Uh, from the Saudis, I mean, if it was, here's the first thing. Um, please stop having the Saudi people dictate your booking, please. I, I this is the thing. I almost didn't want to watch this, this event. I kind of had to because, because I do the podcast and whatnot. But the thing that really bothers me is that it really isn't Triple H booking this thing. It really is. You know, who at the organizers, the event in Saudi Arabia, they're kind of booking these things. They say who they want, what they want, and that's what the WWE delivers. And the amount of money they're getting, I completely understand why they're doing this. Um, a lot of times, though, this doesn't create an entertaining product, at least for me personally as a wrestling fan. They throw a lot of stuff together. They throw a lot of storylines together, and immediately afterwards, it's over because, because, it doesn't fly with with Western audience. It doesn't fly with Western uh, Western um, fans. So I, I I dread this event every year. I'm sorry, <laughs> I really do. Um, because of that fact, it's a they want to parade out the big stars, and it's a big nostalgia thing too. Because every year, who they they dig up. Goldberg, Undertaker, whoever Undertaker is retired now, so they won't bring him out. I'm I'm willing to bet they've requested Hulk Hogan on these things. You know, it just uh, like I say, it's a big event, and and I uh, one of my friends had said this makes me question whether or not the people in Saudi Arabia even watch the product, or are they getting a product that's uh, that's from the past? It kind of or are the organizers of the same age group as myself and they want to see the nostalgia, which, um, oddly enough, I don't want to see. I grew up watching Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart. Um, all those guys love Bret Hart. Even as a kid, I could tell Hulk Hogan sucked, but it was still, he was huge at the time. Um, you know, but I could watch it. Guys like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart and, uh, tell Ricky Steamboat and tell that those guys could go. And I, it made me question, even at a very young age, why Hulk Hogan had the belt. You know, it's like, well, he's big, he's strong, he can, his moves are more impactful, you know, but, 
but I, I kind of digress, you know, um, because I, that's what I think they want is nostalgia. And, um, they, they shell out a ton of money, absolute ton of money. And, um, and it shows, I mean, they put in a great event, um, from a production standpoint, you know, it looks great, but the storytelling is, is kind of absent. And I think that's because it's kind of thrown together. Oh, we got to do this for Saudis and then kind of move on because we have a ton. They, they're throwing a ton of money at us. And that's what, that's my opinion. That's what I think is happening, you know, and, uh, and, uh, Triple H kind of has the kowtow to that, you know, and I understand why, you know, cause you've got, uh, shareholders to answer to too, which I'm a shareholder, but I, I'm different from a lot of the other ones. I want to see a good product. I'm also a fan. I'm not just, I'm not just looking at the price of my, my stock and, and going, Hey, great job. No, entertain me also. You know, and I probably shouldn't even admit that in the air because I don't, does it make me biased against AEW? Absolutely not. I want to see AEW succeed. I want to see it do better. I want to see it thrive and I want to see it around for years. Do I think that's going to happen? No, because of idiotic management, but I still enjoy the product because they've got some tremendous talent on there. Some of my favorite wrestlers are in the AEW, you know, and that competition drives up the stock value. It drives up the price. It drives up the quality of the product. Just look at the Monday Night Wars between WCW and WWE. There was no other time where ratings were better for, uh, for both, for wrestling in general. They're pulling fives. Um, it's hard to even pull a one nowadays in the Nielsen ratings for wrestling. So competition is a good thing to sum it up. So, uh, so where was I? Uh, crown jewel. I almost called it, called it Royal crown. Um, let's see, uh, the women's matches, which they featured more. I was, that's one thing that I really was grateful to see. Thank you, WWE, for featuring more women's matches in uh, in Saudi. That makes me feel a lot better that times are genuinely changing and the chauvinistic and misogynistic views of, the, of those people are hopefully changing also. So kudos to them for featuring the women a lot more on this event. I was happy to see that. You know, the damage control versus uh, Asuka and, and uh, Alexa Bliss wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't anything that was great, but they ended up putting the titles back on damage control. That lasted short time. Wow. And I think, once again, I think that was a request from the organizers of the event. They put the belts back on, uh, on damage control. So why did they take them off of Asuka and Alexis Bliss in the first place? Or put them on, I should say. Makes me wonder if one of their requests was a title change. So they had Asuka and Alexis Bliss be the interim champions, the women's tag team champions. That's my guess. That's the only guess I have. That's the only logical explanation I can come up with. Because they had them for what, last than a week, I think? So that's the only logical explanation I can come up with on that front. 
Um, not a bad match, not horrible, not exactly uh, thrilling, but enough enough of Oscar and uh, to make things good. <laughs> I um I still really don't care about damage control. I'm sorry, and I know that Eo Sky and whatnot are are great wrestlers. Um, Dakota Kai are great wrestlers, but they're not showcasing their personalities in this since they've come to WWE. It's primarily Ben Bailey that's been the uh, the uh, vocal piece for them, and I got mixed emotions about that. I really do. Bailey can be really good; she can be good as a heel. I almost feel like Bailey's too nice of a person to be a heel. I hate to say that. Um, she hasn't really sold me yet. She's been a good heel at times. She's been a really good heel at times, but she hasn't really sold me this time around. Um kind of awkward the uh the match between her and bianca blair was wasn't bad wasn't bad this time around uh they actually did a decent bout there you knew there wasn't going to be a change of titles there um and thankfully they kept on bianca belair sorry about that for some reason my mouth is really dry today um which is weird because it's raining currently so i don't know what the deal is with that but um but yeah, I mean that was one of the fewer highlights. I like I said, I'm glad they're showcasing uh women talent much, much more in the Saudi events. That that kudos to them. Um it's still kind of weird seeing them cover from head to toe in their uh their costumes in their their outfits. It's a it's a little weird. But uh like I said, I'm I'm glad to see them um Focusing more on the women's talent because it, it tells me that times are genuinely changing, and I like that. So, um, so that was good. Um, well, so we have almost versus uh, Braun Strowman. Um, not horrible, not horrible. It's kind of you kind of got what you expected. Two guys beating on each other, two very large men uh, beating on each other. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible at all. And you knew that that was something that they requested, so uh, so it wasn't horrible. It was a decent, decent enough match. It, you know, I'd almost say it was better than the Bobby Lashley and uh, and uh, Brock Lesnar match. You know, you know, it was relatively short. Did did what I had to do, and you know, two guys. Those are two guys that are giants that beat on each other. Hey, there you go. There's not a lot in their moves that I don't expect to see. Uh, insane mat wrestling from these two guys. I do kind of expect that from Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, though. Both of them were national champions. Both of them uh, fought in mixed martial arts. Both of them have a great ground ground game, ground attack. Why can't they play a match together? It's disheartening to watch those two. Jeez. Getting, but, but getting back to the other other matches. Um, Trying to think what else. That's how lackluster some of the other matches were. I can't even remember them. Uh, you had AJ Styles versus uh, versus Dominic, uh, which I didn't even get a chance to watch. I apologize for that. Um, I'm I'm sure if AJ Styles was involved, though, it was a great match because that guy can get in there with the broom handle and make it look amazing. You know. Just uh, one of the greatest wrestlers. I really, I'm a fan, so so I probably a uh, little bit. My opinion's probably a little bit jaded, but uh, but I um, really do like uh, AJ Styles. Always have, you know. 
been a fan of his for a long, long time. So, so you know, um, like I said, I'm sure he made Dominic look good, and uh, they ended up coming out of that. Was uh, was that a three way? Wow, I can't even remember. I'm gonna have to look that up. That was uh, I might be wrong on that. Um. Hold on one second. I apologize. Um, bear with me one second. Like I said, I apologize. I didn't get to see the match, so uh, so I need to kind of rehash my uh, myself here. Let me walk back a little bit here. I apologize. You know, um, da -da 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 -da. it was the OC with versus Judgment Day. I'm sorry. It wasn't uh, just AJ Styles. Like I said, I didn't see the match. So, but uh, I did AJ and Rhea, of course, um, was uh, was the game changer in that. So she's been the absolute VIP of that of that faction. She's been vital to that group and been doing her best work. I think. Um. Wow, I apologize for uh, for mixing that match up. I couldn't even remember. Like I said, I I didn't get to see it. So, but I'm sure he made uh made everyone involved look amazing. Um, the uh, tag team championships, the Usos versus Brawling Brutes, real physical match. Um, did the I think they did the twin magic in that or something. They I noticed some confusion of who was the legal man in the ring, which is which cracks me up because with the different hairstyles those two look nothing alike now almost i mean you can tell that brother but you're an idiot if you can't tell one from the other in the ring but uh but they defeated the brutes as we kind of knew you know it was, and it was a brutal match which we kind of knew it would be so you know it was, it was a great tag team i got nothing against them i really don't you know <clears throat> excuse me um well it's my thinking here i'm just kind of going down the list um Nothing else pops back out at me. You know, um, oh, actually, one thing does. We had an appearance from Bray Wyatt. I shouldn't, uh, you know, which, uh, great promo from Bray. Once again, doing, doing some incredible work. I love Bray Wyatt. I really do. I love his promo work. Not such a big fan of his in ring. His in ring stuff is kind of paint by numbers. Very competent wrestler. Not going to say anything bad about his wrestling ability, but has always had issues playing putting uh good matches together once again kind of um needs to be a better storytelling in the ring but his creative mind his amazing promos and his creative uh genius uh kind of over overpowers that and kind of makes uh makes up for it because uh his stuff outside of the ring is is incredible i find incredibly enjoying you know had that segment on smackdown and uh where he kind of snapped at a delivery guy he said he was tired of being interrupted i get that you know um i i get tired of being interrupted myself i don't threaten to uh, kill a delivery man over it, but uh but uh it made the guy apologize so we're seeing a little bit of a nastier kind of heel turn with bray and uh the entire time watching that smackdown um backstage promo i kept thinking to myself what's in the box 
what's in the box. I was having flashbacks of seven at that point. I was like, what's in the box? I need to know what's in that box. I really do. <laughs> and they never revealed it. And that bothers me. I was like, I really need to know what's in that box. And of course he was interrupted again by um, uncle howdy. I keep wanting to say captain howdy because he, the, every time I hear that uncle howdy, I just think back to um, the uh, twisted sister song. And I should say songs because uh, he was a character in uh, street justice too. I think, and uh, in the character in Strangeland, the movie that um, that Dee Snyder did, and he actually played Captain Howdy, the character. So uh, every time I hear Uncle Howdy, I just flash back to that and think about that. Um, real good guy, Dee Snyder. At least, I mean, I don't agree with a lot of his views on the political front, but I met him once, and he was awesome to me, so. I've got, you can't see it right now in front of me, but I got his look in the back, um, shop and give me the mic. Um, but he was a, he was a, uh, DJ here in, well, I should say here. Wow. Back in Connecticut, he was DJ in Hartford for a while until the, the station decided to change their format and then change it back again. But, um, but yeah, like I said, I got the opportunity to meet him once and he was, he was a good guy to me. I don't know how he's interacted with others, but, uh, he was a good guy there, but I keep flashing back every time I hear Uncle Howdy. I, I hear that name. I flash back to Captain Howdy. Um, that character. So I don't know if that's what that was an inspiration for this or if that was, um, that was, or if they had no knowledge of that before. Maybe that's a nod to D. Snyder. I don't know, you know, but I keep hearing, I hear that and I hear Captain Howdy in my head when I hear Uncle Howdy. Lots of speculation on who Uncle Howdy is. Um, obviously, we squashed the rumors that it might be Malachi Black because Malachi Black just shot a vignette for AEW and he's going to be coming back for AEW. So it's obviously not him. So the two leading candidates, well, I should say three leading candidates right now are Bray Wyatt himself. Uh, Bo Dallas, his brother, or Barry Windham, who happens to be Bray Wyatt's actual uncle. And he did make some references in his Crown Jewel promo to his wrestling family. So whether or not that was something to throw you off the trail again, or if that's going to turn out to be uh, Wyndham, we'll have to see. Don't know, but uh, but it could be any one of those. I mean, during the the great promo at Saudi, um, Bray Wyatt, or I should say, uh, Uncle Howdy, referenced once, you know, putting the mask on, don't take it off. So is that him? Is that Bray under the mask? Don't know. And once again, you know, great promo, real intriguing. Enjoyed it thoroughly. You know, great job. It was one of the highlights of uh, Crown Jewel. Made, uh, one of the things that made it worth sitting through three hours of a whole lot of mediocrity <laughs> along the way. But uh, but it was a um, great promo, I thought. I thought it was a real good promo. Um, that kind of brings us to the main event. Uh, Logan Paul versus... versus um, Roman Reigns, uh, the uh, the tribal chief, 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 
Chief? Sure, Chief. The Tribal Chief. You know, this match had no... And I'm probably going to catch a lot of flack for saying this, and I'm sorry. I, you know, I haven't listened to any other podcasts as I didn't want them to influence my opinion regarding this, but this match had no business being this good. I'm never, I've never been a big Roman Reigns fan. I've never liked his in-ring work. Um, I don't know how they managed to do it, but they told a compelling story. And I really enjoyed it. A little bit of nonsense toward the end with Jake Paul coming in. You knew that was going to kind of happen. The Usos with uh, with uh, the whole thing going on. I still enjoyed it. I really, I don't know why. I, I really enjoyed this match. And like I said, I'm probably going to take some criticism for that. I'm probably going to get beat up a little bit in the media about that but so what i i thought this match was really good <laughs> and i this man and this is a match that had no business being good you know given given logan paul's inexperience and giving uh given um the roman reigns kind of limited moveset there's no way that this should have been this good but with the with the tools that they had to been given to them they put on a in my opinion put on a real compelling story they did a great job i really enjoyed this match and like i said i have no business enjoying this why would i like this but logan paul is an extremely gifted athlete and he has adapted to wrestling extremely quickly it probably helps that he was a he was a on an amateur wrestler, amateur wrestling experience, and, and he showed some amateur wrestling moves, which I absolutely love. I miss the guys like uh like Kurt Angle and whatnot who could actually wrestle. Jeez, when he was doing takedowns and I was like, holy cow, actual wrestling moves. I love this. This is great. I mean, thank you. When you mix in the boxing element, this is what wrestling this is what professional wrestling should be. And, uh, they, they kept your, your attention. They held tension. They told a story. They had a climax. They had an ending. I, and the only thing that I don't, I didn't really like kind of was the ending because it felt kind of forced when, um, reigns him with the Superman punch, sphere, boom, down, one, two, three. I was kind of like, okay, there really wasn't much of a build to that because, uh, you know, Logan Paul had gone odd. Outside of the ring to help his brother, Jake Paul, and whatnot. So, and you know, help his entourage, all that. He did a crossbody flying over the top rope, kind of like a um, tope suicido, but was into a crossbody. And uh, then once he got into the ring, obviously, Roman Reigns had recovered. Boom. Him with two moves, it's done. That's the, about the only thing I didn't like about that. But I could kind of buy it. And, uh, you know, Surprise moves, boom, bang, you're done. Everybody gets sucker punch, and that's kind of what happened. Logan Paul got sucker punch, but man, he told a compelling story. Him and Reigns told a compelling story, and that's what wrestling's supposed to be. You know, I don't know if it's the tutelage of Paul Heyman that is making Reigns somehow be good all of a sudden. And that's the funny thing. He still has the same 
moveset. He still has kind of the same. He's gotten infinitely better on the mic. And he's still, you know, still has some flaws, but still is amazingly better compared to when he was a baby face. He was horrible on the mic as a baby face. And uh, it's working. The whole bloodline thing, you know, unfortunately, they couldn't bring Sami Zayn. You know, I don't know if, um, well, let's put it this way. I, I don't think, it, it, why take the chance? You know, obviously, and I think Sami Zayn has a valid reason for not wanting to go. You know, I kind of missed him a little bit, but but the storytelling and all the elements really made up for it. And, uh, and uh, if Zayn would have been there, it would have been absolutely incredible. But I understand why he didn't make the trip, and I understand why he would uh, take those pre- Sorry, my jaw started locking up. Take those precautions. Um, you know, uh, perfectly understandable. It's it's a hostile environment for him. Why would he want to be there? And and uh, why would he want to be there with uh, with uh, you know their ancestral backgrounds? Why why? So it makes total sense. And uh, and I'd rather see him safe and sound, obviously. And uh, I don't think the Saudi people would appreciate him too much either. So. So, but he would have obviously propelled the the storyline, the match, even that much further. I mean, the stuff they got going on with Bloodline, I really hope they keep the belt on Reigns for a while. Because I find it entertaining. The stuff with Sami Zayn, stuff with the, with the Usos, with um, Sokoa now. It's been great. Uh, and, and I'm not a Roman Reigns fan, but man, they built this up. And they built something really entertaining uh, this whole deal you know you had paul Heyman's that mix and how could it not be entertaining you know they got something great here and then uh logan did his part and played the the uh role of the underdog and the baby face which uh kind of surprised me did it so well because he kind of strikes me as a natural heel i mean he has kind of those arrogant attributes that kind of even during this match, he was kind of wising off to uh, Roman Reigns and uh, getting his face a little bit. And uh, typically, some heel moves. You know, maybe he'll work as a tweener. I don't know. Such an underdog that it, it automatically threw him into the role of, of babyface. And uh, I mean, they threw this together just to have a marquee match and marquee names to kind of. Um, I'm sure it's something that they were the Saudis requested too, but. In my opinion, it worked beautifully. I, I thought it was great. I really did. And the down to the the entrance—I mean, not the entrance, but the vignettes with them coming in the limos and everything—it just built a big fight feel, built tension. And I, I might just watch it over again. I really enjoyed it that much. You know, that match—it was great to me. I can't say enough. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I'm probably going to get. Uh, roasted in the comments for that but thoroughly enjoyed it thoroughly enjoyed it you know and that kind of brings uh today's show to an end i really can't think of much else i have to cover um i mean there's a ton of stuff i can cover but within the confines of half an hour i don't can't (laughs) you know um you know, check out, uh, check us out, you know, on, uh, crushing kayfabe.com, crushing with a K. 
check us out on um on um wow I, check us out on patreon sorry patreon um patreon.com do a search for crushing kayfabe and uh and help us out there one dollar a month that's all you need you know keep the lights on these suckers are expensive you know they they cost a lot keep these suckers on and uh and help us do what we do you know for just one dollar a month um you know help us out check out um lucky lady candles on on pinterest and on facebook you know check out hook by gentlemen and if you're interested in buying some of your goods uh check her out at peggy's attic and uh, then and now peggy's attic in Milan, then and now in trenton downtown spot no problem unfortunately we won't be in peggy's attic for much longer you know just the demand uh was too much to keep up with it's a much larger store much uh much uh more sales going through there so uh so kind of had to bow out of Peggy's attic which which breaks my heart because i love the store but uh but still up until december 1st you can uh you can still buy our our stuff there so uh, hurry on down and get some stuff at Peggy's Attic uh, from us. Visit our booth and, and purchase. I got my CDs down there. I got some beautiful paintings, some beautiful artwork, some beautiful handcrafted items from my wife. So so go on down to Peggy's while you still can. You know, they still be going on. Unfortunately, our stuff won't be down there. But uh, but check them out. Check out um, Trenton Tabletop and Arcade, Tabletop Gaming and Arcade. Um, they're uh they're renting out tables you can rent them for the whole day uh you can he's at, the owner is actually giving out chess lessons now so i'm not giving out but he's, he's teaching chess lessons i should say not giving out but uh but uh asking about pricing on that and uh, he'll be happy to teach you some chess so I'll go down there play some play some magic the gathering play some role-playing games play anything else you play on a tabletop go down there with some board games if you don't have uh a place to meet up with some friends Go head on down there and uh, and uh, rent a table, and you can have a a group of people there for um for whatever costs. You know, it's a cheap cost. Boom, you you've had your whole day made right there, and you can do play some magic, play some D and D. Got my new D and D. Um, I shouldn't say new, but my calendar. I got November up now for uh for my calendar. So uh, I changed over, changed the D and D. Strahd was on the last one, which was October. It's fitting for Halloween, but but check them out, you know, and uh, and give them some business and help the community out. If you don't like tabletop stuff, play some arcade games. You know, they've got some awesome stand-up arcade games there. Play some arcade games. Have some fun playing that. It's been forever since I've been in arcade. My childhood was spent in the arcades playing table. I mean, not tabletop, but uh, but stand-up games. So, uh, so go down there and and tell them Crushing Kayfabe sent you and uh, help them out and. Uh, you know, some prayers, uh, prayers and thoughts obviously going out to Ukrainian people. Help them out with, uh, you know, sending some support to, uh, Red Cross and UNICEF and, uh, make sure that they get what they need because, uh, because they don't deserve what's happening to them, obviously. So, uh, prayers and thoughts go out to them. And, uh, hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for, uh, for tuning in. And, you know, God bless. Be safe out there, everyone. All right. See you later.